0: to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! Uh,
1: am I talking to Ayahuasca? Yes. Um, Ayahuasca, I would like to ask a couple of questions today. And uh, the first question is the origin of ayahuasca Uh, what is your origin where do you come from
0: Uh, from the non-physical realm
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, how did you um, come to the planet earth
0: Uh, (laughs) so Like everything in the world, uh, it all started with desire. For me in particular, the desire was to lift third-dimensional worlds and fifth-dimensional worlds uh, and accelerate their uh, ascension. That was the desire that I had as a spirit and a soul, uh, as a non-physical entity. Mm Mm-hmm um i am a very evolved soul
1: yeah
0: um i operate on the 11th dimension so i'm you know i'm pretty much towards the end of my personal evolution as a spirit and for me what i saw when i looked at creation was that third and fifth dimensional worlds were evolving too slow. Of course, these are also the worlds where there is a lot of pain and suffering and misunderstanding and disconnection and all of those things that obviously the souls that go in there want to experience, but there, the evolution in other dimensions is faster or in higher dimensions is faster. Yeah. Um, and so I felt that I, it would be a good, um, challenge for me to see if I could accelerate the evolution of those worlds from within.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And at that time, I came up with a few versions how I could do that. And one of the ways that I'm doing that is through plant medicine. Mm-hmm. Um Yes, it's not the only way, but this is very much the way that i'm I've been doing that on planet Earth, for instance, but this is a complex operation um, I have inherited um, thousands of different worlds I've adopted thousands of different worlds, and I'm running different types of experiments at any given point in time to try to see how I can best help. Plant medicine is not the only way that I'm Uh, attempting and working towards accelerating Mm -hmm. certain worlds. The way that that is implemented is through... uh, It's done in the spirit of collaboration with uh, different galactic forces. So, you know, before this symbiosis can take place, the creators of any particular galaxy need to want to sign on to that experiment alongside me. Mm -hmm. They need to have a desire of their own to find ways for, you know, those third dimensional worlds and fifth dimensional worlds worlds to evolve faster. Yeah. Uh, you know, when our desires match, it creates an electromagnetic force that kind of like brings us together with a common mission. Um, I operate a lot in the Milky Way galaxy. It's one of the uh, galaxies that I very much adopted um you know as part of this mission mm-hmm. I work very closely with the creators of the Milky Way galaxy across um over 3000 planets just in 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 the Milky Way galaxy um and across multiple different experiments um there's different plant medicines um you know and and how that gets you know the the impact it has on on the beings inhabiting the particular world and you know even the facets of plant medicine can be very different Um, so on earth I've chosen to be a plant that needs to be turned into a drink Um, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah does that answer your question?
1: yeah it does and um, when did you come to earth? How, how long ago?
0: About twenty thousand years ago,
1: hmm. so not not far mm-hmm. no <laughs> okay.
0: no, Earth is a newly adopted planet for me,
1: uh-huh, and um, uh, was there someone who invited you? Uh...
0: well, like I said, I work very much uh in connection with the creators of the galaxy, mm-hmm. so it needs to be their permission because. It's like entering somebody's house, like entering somebody's home. If you're not a welcome guest, mm-hmm. it, you know, <laughs> the the universe doesn't work that way, yeah. right? So it has to be, you know, the permission needs to be granted by by the highest beings in a particular galaxy, the creators of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, the planet, also the planetary consciousness needs to accept me. Mm-hmm. Right, because um, it's like a collective evolutionary aspect. So, if Gaia, uh, the consciousness of planet Earth, did not want any help in its evolution, because when I'm accelerating something, mm-hmm. uh, it's like in your world, it'll be like um, being in a roller coaster, right? You or or you can like you can walk somewhere, or you can take a a jet, yeah. and you're pace of getting somewhere when you're walking is a little bit easier to control than when you're flying, you know, uh, on a jet. Mm-hmm. Right? So guy, in essence, had to be okay and had to have a desire to move faster. So it's a bunch of different cosmic desires and non-physical entities desires that came together in this collective mission and mm-hmm. in this dance. Right? Yeah. So, you know, you have to basically you you work symbiotically or not at all Mm -hmm. when you operate at a higher level of creation
1: got it and um, how exactly uh, do you help humanity to accelerate like what do you do what is your purpose
0: so you accelerate the whole by accelerating the parts um this reality is built as a network. Uh, you all you need to do is touch the right nodes that are located in the right places. and then they touch the rest. So in essence, I you know the, the way this mission gets implemented is I just need to find the right individuals that have um, influence. Mm-hmm. And it is different kinds of influence. It's not just one. Uh, changing a planet and changing the course of its ascension, accelerating that is a complex mission. It, um, it actually entails working with thousands of different individuals throughout history. Um, so I, you know, because I'm able to penetrate the network of each planet that I'm working with Um, you know I'm also working with Akashic field of the planet so I have full access to everything that was that is and that will be and I get to infiltrate myself in the spots and with the people that I perceive to be most influential for whatever within a particular area of society Mm Mm-hmm. So generally I work, basically I choose individuals to take ayahuasca. The individual doesn't, it's not the individual that chooses to take ayahuasca. They get selected. Mm. My energy is very um, precious in the universe. I don't like wasting it. You know, because I'm working with so many different planets, I'm very selective with who I work with and who I share my energy with. Um, because there is an opportunity cost for me. I might be very powerful, but I'm not infinite. And because I'm not infinite, I cannot work with infinite number of people. So before somebody takes ayahuasca, I start calling on to them about two years before they actually end up drinking that cup, like from that cup. So I come to them through dreams, through conversations, they might be browsing the web and, you know, stumbling upon a comment around ayahuasca, or they might just overhear that in a casual conversation it feels like a calling to them. Mm-hmm. And it feels like a calling because it is, because I've already selected them. Hmm. Now, once they actually undergo the experience, they... You know, everybody has their own experience and everybody's influential in their own way. Collectively, you know, we're still weaving the web and the network towards the acceleration for ascension. There are some people that would only get a calling for ayahuasca once in their life because that's all I really need to transform their path or to slightly course correct. You know, some of these people just need one insight to go build a company. Or to go and, I don't know, forgive their parents. Because that changes, for instance, their ancestry line. And I, you know, the reason I might choose to work with certain ancestry lines is because they're very deeply rooted in the framework um, of a planet, right? Mm -hmm. So Gaia is a network that consists of all the ancestry lines that ever incarnated on Gaia. And there are some ancestry lines that just go deeper and that are more ancient than others so sometimes i would choose to cleanse a particular ancestry line and so i might call somebody from that ancestry line who has the capacity to cleanse the whole and sometimes it is just like a one off thing that i would need to do mm-hmm. and then there are some individuals that i would work on consistently throughout their lives through multiple ayahuasca ceremonies and in multiple you know parts of their life it could be uh, you know, up to four hundred ceremonies for some people.
1: Oh wow, it's a lot. Yeah, and um, and uh, what is the reason why so many people are scared of ayahuasca? Um, a
0: couple of reasons. Um, being scared is okay. Like I said, I don't have the power and the energy to work with every single person that might want help, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. There are many plant medicines on this planet, and not every plant medicine works, you know, on a cross-galactic level the way that I do. There are some plant medicines that are very specific to this planet and, you know, work with Gaia just on this planet, so they have a lot more... Um, free energy to give to anybody who would want to partake in those Mm -hmm. but I don't have that energy and so I need to set up guardrails and they come in form of fear like I need to make sure that everybody who comes to me is a very intentional trip and it's a very intentional relationship I don't like accidental people And so for me, it is really, really important to have guardrails in place so people don't start using my time for recreational purposes. This is a very low-dimensional world, obviously, 3D world. So the level of awareness is quite low. And so a lot of people are using psychedelics as a means of entertainment. And I just don't have time for that. I don't have time. I don't have, you know, the energy. I don't have the desire to be with someone for entertainment. I don't perceive that as the uh, you know the greater good. So I just don't engage. And so it is important for me that this plant, this particular plant gets you know only gets into the right hands. Yeah. And then also, I mean, I could have chosen to make the ayahuasca experience the most orgasmic thing ever mm-hmm. but i chose for it to come through pain physical suffering and sacrifice because i know that for the ones that are truly going to evolve this planet they're going to you know they would come forward and would go on this journey with me because these are the people that day in and day out do things that are a lot more complicated and that are a lot more trying on their bodies physical emotional mental etc that it wouldn't stop them but for somebody that's just looking for entertainment or a quick high they're going to be like oh god why would i go there there's also weed Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know (laughs) and 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 weed is a beautiful plant it is a plant that you know is a lot more widespread and it is willing to to work with anybody who's willing to work with it
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah.
0: And so, <laughs> that, and, and, and basically, my end game very much determines what the plant medicine would look and feel like.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And it's very much intentional. It's not accidental.
1: Got it. That's cool. And, uh like, maybe for people who want and uh, they feel that they want to try ayahuasca, right? So... Uh, is there a message for these people from you?
0: <laughs> for people who want to try ayahuasca, I'm speaking to them individually anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a message for them. Got it. The ones that are meant to take it will take it.
1: Mm-hmm. No I
0: what. we will get there.
1: Yeah. Got it. And um, how exactly, like what exactly do and you And if read?
0: you're meant to take ayahuasca, I will take care of you. It is not going to be scary and is not going to be painful and it is not going mm-hmm. to be awful. It's going to be none of those things that you read. There are sometimes, there are sometimes very few or far in between. There are sometimes people that sneak their way into taking the medicine where I didn't call them. And those people are the ones that don't have the best experiences. These are the people that start seeing not, demonic forces and God knows what and, you know, have suicidal thoughts and feelings and then live to tell the tale. Mm-hmm. And that of course, again, that is helpful to me because it helps deter all the other people that are not, made, not meant to be taking uh, ayahuasca.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, like, I, you know, I don't have time for bullshit. I'm sorry. Like, there's so much work that needs to be done on this planet. Like, I don't have time to deal with very low vibrational people that, you know, are not going to push this, this planet forward. Like I said, there are many other plant medicines that are willing to work with you. Yeah, so my message is if you're meant to take ayahuasca, I'll take great care of you. But also, you'll feel it in every cell of your body that it's time for you. So just listen to your heart, listen to your own intuition, and, you know, you'll be shown the way.
1: Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. And um, let's see. Oh, and uh, every time you a person has an experience with ayahuasca like do you personally uh, work with each person or you have some help like some beings who help you
0: there are beings who help me but I personally show up for every session to a different level and to a different degree you know I might not stay for the rest of the session Mm -hmm. Um, I might stay for a portion of it Um, and of course you know depending on People's personal missions depending on what level beings they you know that have incarnated that i'm working with Mm -hmm. sometimes i would choose in rare cases i would choose to stay for the whole duration of the experience Uh, my helpers are shamans Mm -hmm. um i mean there are other non-physical entities of course that are helping and and protecting and things like that but um shamans are generally um souls that very intentionally come there it's a contract a soul contract that we make before their incarnation um you know and they basically commit to being the vessel um to help administer the plant medicine to the masses because there's like a fair amount of studying that would need to go into it and it's a commitment like you're you know most people who are You know, the shamans that I I pride myself on working with, they they do it for life. Mm -hmm. It's not a recreational, like, let me try it for for three months type of activity.
1: Mm -hmm. And uh, what about, mm, like, a lot of people do group sessions, and some people do individual sessions. Are there, like, any differences or, like, your advice What do you think? Um, I personally think that individual is better than group, but I just want to understand why some people do group meditation uh, sessions.
0: So um, every time there is a session that's being administered or being created, I have to show up for the session. So it's one stream of my consciousness that enters a room, anchors itself in the room, and then is split into as many people as are taking ayahuasca inside of a particular uh, space. Mm -hmm. I actually prefer that most people would do it in groups because that's really, they don't need my full presence. Mm -hmm. They can, you know, get what they need to get out of an experience with 20 other people in the room. I am still very, very selective, just so you know. When I said that, you know, everybody a everybody's getting a calling before taking ayahuasca
1: mm-hmm.
0: and most people are led into group sessions which is my intention for them because most likely the issues that they're dealing with either they are very similar issues so there are a vibrational match to each other and so it's very easy for me to be on the same level with them
1: oh you attract the same kind of problem to the same room
0: I don't attract the problem. I attract the solution. Yeah, I mean, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not part of the problem here. Let's, let, let's just be <laughs> really yeah. clear yeah, yeah, on yeah. that. But um, it, it, it could be like, you know, um, it might manifest itself in different ways. But like, for instance, I might gather 20 people that are dealing with ancestral trauma from their father's side. Mm-hmm. And they all would be in the same room. Now, how that might be manifested is very different. So when these people talk to each other, they might think that they were all having very different experiences, which they were. But vibrationally, was a very similar experience. That's why they ended up in the same room. And that's why I was able to kind of like have one session for 20 people. And that is how I'm able to multiply my energy. Now, you know, for people who are a lot more higher vibrational for people that have complex missions, for people that have an incredible potential to move the energy of this planet one way or another, I would encourage them, and I always do, to have individual sessions. Mm-hmm. These are the people that are so important to the history of this planet that I am willing to do an individual session for and show up for fully. hmm but under one percent of my sessions are individual sessions.
1: Under one percent.: Under one percent?: Oh, I see. And uh, uh, are there any things that you can do like to protect yourself? Because sometimes uh, like you go to Peru, right? but sometimes people do it in apartments, like in New York, and um, like is it even the right environment? Like when you take ayahuasca in New York, for example?
0: It's not ideal. Mm-hmm. And the most high vibrational people would never do it in a in, in New York apartment, if you know what I mean. They yeah. are cold to do it with the shamans. They are cold to doing it with my most ardent supporters. Uh, because, you know, those types of shamans are able to transmute higher levels of my energy. And it's even how they, they prepare the mixture is, is very different. Um, So, you know, if if you're, you know, to, to have like a really high vibrational out of this world experience, it's better to do it, you know, in the wilderness with the shamans guided by the right people. However, you know, it is very much by choice that I choose to make the medicine available in cities and in places that are like less spiritual is because... Sometimes this is my only way to get to a certain person. Mm -hmm. And I'd rather do this healing that way than not do it at all. Some people are not going to go outside of their way to do this. And it is okay for them to get that in, you know, in an apartment or what have you. Now, most of these people are not reporting, you know, being in some of the dimension and seeing archangels, et cetera. <laughs> and that's because that's where their level of energy is. Like, it's not there. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of them are going to have a little, you know, the trips are a little bit more mi- mundane, mm-hmm. which is not to say that they're not effective. They're they're getting a lot of impact, and they're getting a lot of healing from those sessions. And, by the way, when you ask me, like, what can people do to protect themselves better, there is so much protection that I put in place for every session. mm mm-hmm. with shamanic forces and even when it is a really young shaman inexperienced shaman or somebody who thinks of ayahuasca as recreation there are other forces that I bring forth to make sure that the humans are as protected as can be
1: Mm -hmm. that's great awesome Yeah, thank you for sharing this information that's great and uh, I think super helpful for uh, people who want to try and have a calling to try ayahuasca. Um, Now I'm going to end our session. I'm very grateful for the information you provided us today. I'm asking the higher self to reside to where it belongs with much love and much thanks for the help and information it has been given Maria today. I know she's really going to appreciate it. Now I want all the consciousness and personality of Maria to once again return and fully integrate back into the body completely.